if it were a beer, it would be a Corona. If not a Corona, I love any type of light Pilsner. Floor Trees, Floetic um, album. Track in particular, I can play over and over, and I probably played it a million times, if, if that is even possible, is uh, Mistress. And um, it helps me on all ends. Uh, whether things are going real good, real bad, real ugly. It's one of the best tracks ever written, period. He is surfing turf. Um, and it particularly is made at Bonefish Grill. Um, they make an incredible 18-ounce steak. And I get a side of grilled shrimp. And I can eat that 24 life. Bruce Beats and Eats the podcast. We're at it again, and I am still old head ed. Thank you for joining me another week. Um, and as always, I'm joined by another another incredible guest. Um, th- this man I'm, I'm about to introduce you guys to. Um, he's the uh, CEO and founder of Flow For Me Entertainment. Um, he started the Quick To Love Foundation. I consider him the father of Flownometry. Wow. He's the Nova Titan of poem writing, the conductor behind Anna Flowetry. This man will show you how to survive the flow, the flow apocalypse. He's so host supreme of various poetry showcases throughout South Florida. And if you don't know already, I'm talking about none other than Quick the Poet. Oh, man. Sir, how are we doing? Man, I'm honored, man. Honored, man. That's arguably one of the best introductions anybody has ever given to me and of many of the thousands that have given that to me you know no offense to y'all but listen it, y'all when y'all write a poem you know what i mean and an introduction like that for me then i up you on the list so uh right now he ranked up in the top five ever so in other words i stuck the landing yeah yeah man listen listen <laughs> tens across the board ten 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 so ten ten <laughs> you don't understand I, i've seen this man um, on several occasions, host and open and perform. And um, I, the, the one thing that I know he takes pride in when he brings on these other proets, like he likes to call them. Absolutely. Um, he likes to, to, to kind of get the, the, the uh, I, don't know, I would say, it, get, the, the, get the crowd ready for what they're about to you know, witness. Absolutely. And he does a hell of a job when he's introducing these acts. So I knew... That my game had to be up there. Wow. It had to be up there. Wow, you put in your work. But all right, cool. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate the love. Um, so yeah, so we got Quick the Poet. Um, if you're if you're familiar with the South Florida poetry scene, you probably know him. And if you don't, welcome to the show. You're gonna get to know him. That's right. Um, quick, where do we start? Uh, well, simple. I was born and raised down here in South Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You know, uh, for everybody that would know, L's up. Yes. Okay. Uh, represent my city, but it's much more than my city, and I will probably end up touching on that later on. But uh, I end up going to all of the Novas, um, Nova Elementary School, Middle School, and High School in Davie. I was in the poetry and spoken word since I was in uh, basically third grade. 
Um, God rest her soul, lady by the name of Miss Baltimore, um, passed away about five or six years ago, if I'm not mistaken, um, or three or four years ago. I just kind of get lost on my numbers sometimes. Mm-hmm. Very influ- influential in my education prowess and also my writing as across the board. And um, I wrote my first real poem poem when I was 16, but a guy told me, you know, after rocking out in my classes and everybody really liked what I put down. I wrote a poem by my grandmother, then another inspirational poem. And he was like, listen, man, you ain't gonna never get paid no real good money doing no poetry and spoken word. So stick to, you know, football. You catch balls incredibly and and and, and uh, you return balls incredibly. So um, stick to that. So okay. it kind of stuck with me. I stayed right behind the scenes, but I didn't put as much um, public effort into it. And uh, after ended up at Missouri Western State College, you know, go Griffs, Griffins, Mighty Griffins. Um, had a stellar career with them, thanks to the coaches and, and, and staff across the board. Shout out to Coach P, Coach Ball, okay. Coach Smith, everybody across the board. Big Coach ups, C, C. And um, they helped me get to the league, man. You know, I ended up in that Hall of Fame at Missouri Western State College. And I made it to the Chicago Bears, released by the Chicago Bears, picked up by the New York Jets. Okay. And just made a bad childish mistake. Um, me and Chad Pennington just had a, uh, 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 it was really a miscommunication of interaction. That's really what it ended up coming down to. Yeah. Um, and both just re- responded childish. And what really it came down to was, was that I was much more easier to get rid of at day's end. They had paid him a whole lot of money up front. And uh, my contract was really small, so mm. that was an easy check. I didn't, I, I wasn't surprised by that. But uh, sent back down to South Florida, and I had to pick up from there and figure my life out. And um, they gotta say, you know, I tell everybody to this day. I mean, I'm, I'm extremely driven. Probably one of the most driven people you meet on the planet, man. When I set my mind to something, I'm doing it. It's getting done. And thank the Lord, that's all. And nine out of ten times, in positive efforts, whatever it is. Um, that was the. F- First and I think only day I've ever faced an area of depression. You know what okay. I mean? Like I don't, I don't even know what that feel like. That, that no, I'm not even in my my dialect. Yeah, yeah. But it that 24 hours spiraling, I really didn't know what I was gonna do from now. You know, and I spoke to my uncle, um, God rest his soul, my uncle Floyd. And, that's guy really got me into just working in general as a man. You know, he wasn't up in the arts world or anything like that. Old school guy from Georgia. And um, I called him up and I told him about my situation. He was bottom line like, okay, now that we're past that, you coming over in the morning to get on the truck, we go to work. And we go from there. That was just kind of his thing. Yeah. You know, as a man, you got to pick up. Yeah, it don't stop. Going, you know, and he was a huge influential factor to one of my most sought after poems and it's called Going and Back in 60 Seconds okay. and it it picks up from that point where my life took off from and <clears throat> I didn't do poetry and spoken word for another I'd say about four or five years and out of nowhere in 2007 I'm going to say it was around about 2007 2008 or maybe and uh, my boy sitting at my house on a Monday night, he said, you still doing your poetry and spoken word thing? And I told him, here and there, yeah, of course. And he mm-hmm. said, I'm gonna take you to this spot in Hollywood, Florida, called Mellow Mondays. Okay. I want you to meet a guy. And uh, the guy he introduces me to to is HBO Deaf Poet Asia Sampson. Okay. And 
Asia the first time he saw me, saw me with my hat. He was the very first person on the poetry and spoken word scene to actually see me with my hat and my style. Okay. And he said, dude, how do you keep that hat on like that? Yeah. But, and, I, yeah. and I said, I really don't know, man. You know, it just, it, it, it fits like that. I don't know if it's something wrong with my head. <laughs> if I think too much, you know, <laughs> smile too much or what? You know, but he said, I'm going to tell you like this. Dude, never t- if you plan on really being in this business like this, never take that hat off. You know, at least for long periods of time. Yeah. He said, it's a branding that nobody is doing in the world on the poetry and spoken word on the planet. I could assure you of that. And I said, cool. So he said, you want to rock tonight? And I said, yeah. You know? <laughs> and I was too scared to do my real material. Freestyle poem. They loved it. When I knew they loved that freestyle poem, I that was... But really wasn't even that good to me. Yeah. And they loved that. After the show in itself, I ended up coming back and then after that, Asia, he uh I stopped him before he left and I thanked him, you know, for giving me an opportunity. And uh he told me, dude, if you keep this up, you got one hell of a career waiting for you in this poetry and spoken word world of hosting and all of that and coming from someone it, of his it, caliber, yeah, that's man. I was, that ways. Man, I was like, man, I was like, wow, this is <laughs> Oh man, this dude is like one of the best in the world. Yeah, shout out know? to you, Asia, for sure. Of course. Damn. And he gave me a shot, and then it took off from there. And I'm sure we'll get into the rest of that. But. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um. And I always, I always preface this every once in a while when we're recording these, and I say at one point, one day, I'm gonna get to um a visual aspect of this podcast. That's you know, I, you know, that's the plan. And uh, <laughs> and if y'all get the visual, no, actually, y'all gonna get the visual because. I'm gonna make sure Quick uh, blesses me with a nice image of him, hat and all, and that's what we'll put as the uh, episode cover image. Sure. So y'all get it, y'all get it. Uh, sure. But definitely, it is mystifying uh, when when you're sitting in the crowd and you're watching him do his thing, and, and this this hat just kind of like <laughs> it, it just it just maintains itself. You know, it's yeah, it's it does, kind of like a man. symbiotic relationship. If y'all listen to the last episode, uh, we talked a little about a little bit about Venom. And uh, yeah. so it's like this hat might have a symbiotic relationship yeah, yeah. with Quick. It might, man. It might. <laughs> I asked myself some of that sometimes, man. The about it. it's like how this thing. I'm Amber Hatstrius, man. It's thing <laughs> yeah. on both sides, man. But, I don't hey, even. Listen. I don't even get it, but it works. <laughs> it works. It was either that or what? Do something else crazier. So Dope. since this one fit with me, it that's fit. it. And then at least if anything, if nothing else, and I know when people are sitting there watching a the show for the first time enjoying it getting caught up in, in in all the emotion that's being projected from the stage um a lot of times we'll end up walking away and go what was my man's name or when yeah. you go to describe what was it and you, they're, they're never gonna be able to at a lot be at a loss when it comes to describing quick at least for the hat be like fat the hat fat that's it and that'll tie it the hat guy i don't even call a lot of things the hat guy, <laughs> guy. um tyrese kevin hard <laughs> i mean call up and i've just i'm really not them you know, but no. hey, listen, I'm going to sign your paperwork and say, you know, it's, you, you look like me, like, hey, listen, why did you sign Quick the Poor? Well, that's my name. That's I know, but you keep calling me Tyrese. <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. I've figured out yeah. right now with the right one on there. Yeah, occupational hazard, man. That's yeah, what man. it, that is. That's it what is. is. Cool. So we got a little bit of the, um, the, the humble beginnings. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. uh, now we find ourselves in a place where um, you've, you've, you're doing, you're doing, you've always, you've always been doing things. Big things, and now you got Flow for Me. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit about Flow for Me Entertainment. 
if I'm getting well, raised no, at the same time. No, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yes. it's a, and um, the extension of it, hence of what I kind of said early on the introduction, Floetry, the group, inspired that. So it's okay. it actually, it it is Floetry, Flow for Me Entertainment, LLC. But my main stake of my branding is the Flow for Me, hence of... When I'm in a crowd, especially at my shows in particular, and I, and I you know, I chant out to the Flonatics of what we call it, okay. at least at my shows. Nice, nice. Um, you know, everybody, you know, everybody say flow for me, and everybody knows to say flow for me. No, that's not good enough. Say flow for me, and then they just power through it. Flow for me is incredible. It um it bridges from the tail end part of with Asia. Um, which I guess you could say was my new beginning, my new birth, because I performed on the poetry and spoken word scene for three and a half, four years after that, all the way up to, I'm going to say, um, 2011-ish. Okay. Um, and, yeah, 2010, 2011-ish. And I decided after that fact um, to start my own show, you know. And I had been long thinking about it, but... You know, it's kind of weird where I give just a, a, a quick side note of, like, where Jay-Z is now. Like, I'm a huge fan of Jay-Z. Okay. You know, I, I get in conversations with some people and they say that, you know, there's a chance that Jay-Z would have never been Jay-Z if Big would have never passed. You know, they, mm, they say yes. They argue, yeah, they argue yeah, that point. That, yeah, that or is, even in the yeah. stake of when it comes to with Park, it just depends. East Coast, West Coast. Thing. Yes. Because there's a whole lot. And Jay was still rising through there to himself. And I I think in a similarity, not that I'm I'm them, but the truth is, man, I I don't know when I would have actually started Floetry if Mellow Mondays wouldn't have ended okay. at that time. Because I didn't feel doing it, but I was so comfortable because with having Asia at him, I was like, man, I'm going to take off anyway, so I'm good to go. But I think it was something that, that needed to happen as a whole because everybody was branching out. Jonesy, who was a part of the promotion on that, um, Asia was branching out, he was traveling even more, and it really gave me a chance to bring out another side that nobody ever saw. And that was the hosting side. Yeah, you got sidebars and my jokes and this, this, and that. But nobody had ever saw me host before. Okay. So when I said I'm starting the show Floetry Sundays, um, I know a lot of people thought it was probably off the wall. Even my good friend, you know, who's a business partner, took Mike. Um, okay. Pavlog, yes. Pav, shout, shout out to you. To you. Pavlog sure. Entertainment. For real, ring um, the bell. We, we, we sat down on different meetings and stuff, various things, man. And one thing that he and I joke about is how Pav was like, man, dude, like I won't even lie, man. Myself, Asia, you know, we actually kind of sat down when you first started it. I was like, you know, I'm not saying it's not going to work, but we ain't never seen him do this, mm -hmm. you know? So let's just see where it go. Yeah. You know, there was no precedent. Yeah. There was no, nothing to come. Uh, started the show January 8, 2012, sold out in a place called Genesis. Very long story short, it moved nine different locations because we kept outgrowing the location okay. or outlasting the location. Wow. There was one time where one of our locations shut down within three days of a show out of nowhere. Wow. Literally went online, you know, Instagram, Facebook, mm. Twitter, all that. Yeah. Everybody hit it. Everybody got me on me on it. I'm like, listen, the show not done. We're moving here. You know, and shout out to the transition and all the people that helped us move to another location during that because that, I think, move in itself 
is what helped me on the move to the Broward Center. I originally brought the Floor Tree Sundays idea was meant to be just to stay local. But I always kept the show in the back of my head. It's Anna Floor Tree. You mm-hmm. know, like this whole unique anniversary show, huge. Yeah. I want to do it once a year. And I took it to the Bank Atlantic Center out in Sunrise. Okay. Right? And they originally had the deal. A lot of people don't even know this. Wow. They had the deal. I cut them a check at all. Wow. But it was literally in the middle of the transition of, um, I think, the CEOs or owners or whatever. Okay. And, you know, no disrespect to them at all. I appreciate them even taking the check from me because I yeah. I was like, you know, I take a risk on myself. Mm-hmm. I'll get the people in here. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about that. I have a great following. And but they were like, you sure? This poetry and spoken word. And I said, I know y'all think it's roses are red or violets are blue. And that's not terrible. But that's the beginning. It's, yes. it's so much more yes. to it than that in yes. the live entertainment business. And what happened was, I gave them that check in the summer, and that was the summer of, I'm going to say, 2014. Okay. And literally, yep, that's it. 2014. And the show was supposed to take place, I think it was like January 2nd, 2015. And the brow and I'm sorry, the BBT. The BBT Center, I hadn't heard back from it. I kept reaching out to the young lady and I'm setting up for the show and this big event and all of this. And um we got to December. It was December 1st. Not forget it. And she was like, Well, listen, we don't think it's a good time for the idea. You know, you need to do the show. But we're awful. Speaking of my own, we don't want to cancel you, but we'll do it in March. And I said, that's a no-go. I've been promoing this here yeah. for three months. I said, that's bad on business for me. It may look good for you because nobody knows that this transition is taking place, which is public now. I mean, this doesn't bother me. This is just how it comes with business. Yeah. It's not that they cut me off, but I had to make a choice if I was going to stick with them to March or move on to another direction. So, respectfully stated, I cut them off. I asked for my check back. I said, let's not even worry about it. I'll figure it out from now. Yeah. A lady that came to my show two or three years back Came to one show in particular, and that lady said to me, I don't know when I'm really see you again as a whole because I do a whole nother form of business, but you're way more bigger than what you're doing right now. You need to be in Hollywood or something somewhere. So you know what? When you're ready, I have a friend at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts. You know the world famous places in downtown? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what she said. And I said, yeah, of course. She said, well, when you're ready, I'll make a call, and you at least get a chance to, to meet with somebody and speak with the idea. I drove straight from the BBT Center, straight Beeline. to, to uh, literally a yeah. lot of that. And this is a true story. Wow. Sat in the meeting, told them the situation I was in, and I said, listen, take a shot on me. It don't work. I'll never come back again. Mm. They signed me to a deal, sold out the first show, standing room only wow. at the Broward Center. Wow. And at the end of that show, my rep, who was the, um, Man, Pablo, shout out to you, bro. Like, I can't thank you enough for taking a shot on me, man. It was crazy as I went to him after that show and I said, listen, it's Anna Floor. She said, man, this is great. I'm proud of you. I said, listen, I got this other idea. Flow Pocalypse. It's one we can do in the summer. Like, trust me, it'll work. I said, just give me a chance to announce it. I said, you can announce it, but you can't lock a date. We'd have to do a contract. Let's just sit down. It sounds great, but, you know, we kind of in the moment. Okay. I tell them about it. And man, it just took off from now. It went Anna Floretry, Flo Pockets, first person on Flo Pockets. As a matter of fact, Anna Floretry's feature was Asia Sampson. 
Full circle. I chose him, and that's exactly it. Full circle. If everybody kind of really think about it, that guy gave me my shot. Hmm. I didn't have nobody else on my radar. Of, of the many, many amazing poets and poets of respectfully stated that I have out there, he is the one, period. I, I don't even lie to you. I got to say it for what it is. Jesus could have been down here, and I would have been, been arguing back and forth. Listen, Jesus, I'm not going to curse, but yes. this is the reason why Asia needs to do this. I'm not saying he better than you, but I'm very <laughs> big on loyalty. Yeah. He gave yeah. me my shot. Mm. And now that I've become this, this, this big guy in the poetry and spoken word scene growing in South Florida, and I was expanding globe, and I started to travel and stuff like that. I said, I gotta bring this back home to the guy who helped me do it. And that's how I sold it out. Then it went in the summer, and to this day, at least currently, um, Analogy was the first feature for Flopocalypse. Okay. He did incredible numbers on that. It's like sub 400 people. Like he he killed it. Where's man. he out of? Um, Miami, Carroll okay. City, as a okay. matter of fact. CC okay. for them. Yes. And um I just, I loved it, man. I, I, I loved how everything transitioned. And now to this day, we're literally going into this summer. All this started for me on the poetry and spoken word scene in 2007-ish, 2008. And now I'm in 2019, arguably stayed by many. You know, I don't see it myself. You know, I believe in myself, but arguably considered one of the best combined all around live entertaining hosts and poets on the planet, period. You know, that's no offense to, to nobody. I just go on a notion like my uncle used to always say, you know, you can say a whole lot about yourself, man, but it's, you know, pay attention to what a whole lot of people do say about you. You know, some yeah. things you want to filter and listening and what they compare it to is due to the fact that, man, I, my main basis isn't, it never, it never was about me, period. I said, I want to get as many people that I know are incredible talents, as many shots as possible. I know how my personality work. I know how my drive work. And the best thing about me is how I support people. And that's why I win. A lot of people are like, yeah, he dope, he's awesome. It, that may be the case, but I win because I love people, man. Yeah. And talent is talent. When I see it's awesome, I don't care if somebody else don't think it is. If I believe in it, I'm putting my money behind it. And I haven't lost the date yet. Period. Blessings for real. It for is. Real. Man. It's funny that you um we I, we've been kicking back Asia's name a couple times back and forth, and I, I'm I'm starting to realize that I think the first time I saw you host was when Asia did his own show down in Coral Gables. Yeah, yeah. And you had the early's I think was yeah, up to yeah. It was a black box thing. Absolutely. I can't remember the name of it. It was dope. And, right? and that's yeah, that was my um. Yeah, that was my that was actually my introduction to Asia and then the first time I seen you um um host. And that's wild now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, man. I'm you know what's crazy <laughs> about that show, man? The following day, Asia hit me up. You know, just on a blind call, he was like, you know, I really appreciate you, man, for what you did for me, you know, and your hosting skills. He say they've gotten through the roof. He said, bro, I gotta tell you, bottom line, um, you're without a doubt one of the best doing this. And to get that from him, I'm like, wow, man. I mean, I yeah. just, you know, damn, man. High regards, definitely. Thank you. He said, yeah. bro, like I just can't even. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm an incredible host. But he said, you know, the drive you have in yourself and the investment I put in you and a lot of other people, like you, like you, really, really uh, incredible. 
And I'm, I, I, I can't thank him enough for that. It's the type of stuff that keep me going, man. It's not yeah. so much the, the compliment part. It is the... The belief in yeah, you. Yeah, man. The, the you belief know? in you. It yeah. is. Because yeah. I believed in them. You yeah, know? it powers yeah. your belief system, too. Yeah. It does. That it is, does, man. That is excellent. That is excellent. Um, I'm going to have... I'm going to... I want to get... I want to go through the uh, all the different things you put together sure. throughout the year so that, you know, before we get busy with the other segments and we start just, you know, really cutting up on the uh, on the other side of the break, um, I definitely want to give you an opportunity to get everybody in touch with you, um, socials, sure. your shows when they come up. Go ahead and fire that off. Absolutely. So, um, you are, I guess, talking with the, uh, or living with, better said, in my terminology, Founding CEO of Floretry Flow for Me Entertainment LLC, and also my nonprofit, the Quick to Love Foundation, um, that really, really digs into the community and supports within the community through arts and education. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with and or find out about any shows or events or everything, anything that I have going on, you your easiest contact is going to our website, and that is www flow for me and that is actually spelled f-l-o the number four m-e dot com i repeat www dot f-l-o for me dot com if you want to reach out to me on any of the social networks whether that being facebook twitter instagram snapchat any of those as a whole anything out there you simply just go ahead and put in quick the poet don't spell it like you want to spell it how it's supposed to be spelled q-u-i-c-k-t-h-e-p-o-e-t and that is actually spelled all together um, I run a series of events and shows. We no longer do Floor Tree Sundays. Floor Tree Sundays was retired. And that was June, I think, 4th or 6th or something. June 5th, better say it, of 2017. But I carried on and now I do a whole lot of private projects. Whether they are corporate events, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, colleges. Really big now in the anniversary, wedding, um, reception birthday party, baby shower world, you name it, I flow it. Um, to book me as a whole, all you need to do is, is to go to either one of my emails. I think probably the easiest one for everyone right now is if you simply go to quickthepoet at yahoo.com. I repeat, quickthepoet at yahoo.com. The next major event coming up, it is amazing. It is incredible. We actually already been talking about it. Today in itself, May 3rd, 2019, was actually the official day this morning at 10 a.m. when they released the Ticketmaster link to the ninth semi-mega flow, and that is Flowpocalypse. Flowpocalypse, one of the, if not the biggest poetry and spoken word show in all of the state of Florida, if not the southeast region of the U.S., it is about to go down. This year's feature is none other than Kyla Lacey. She is a world-renowned poet, spoken word artist, and also published author. Her spotlights, see, I can't get that secret away yet. In two weeks, we'll actually be releasing those spotlights because she can show you the, the love and support of the Flonatics. After the release this morning, as we speak right now on the very first day, we are already chasing sold-out status. So please, if you would, 
Get your tickets. All you simply got to do is, yes, they are real Ticketmaster tickets. Go to Ticketmaster and put in Flopocalypse. Flopocalypse is spelled F-L-O-P-O-C-A-L-Y-P-S-E. Let's see if I got that right. F-L-O-P-O-C-A-L-Y-P-S-E. You run into any issues on that at all, all you simply got to do is just go back to my website and you'll be able to get everything that you need. But I will stress it to you. I know a lot of promoters, which I'm that's that's maybe a drip in my blood because I'm more poor than more host than anything. I ain't even be even called a promoter. I'm a, I'm a life life motivator. I'll tell you that. Yes. If you really, really needed to know as a whole, when I say get your tickets early, that's not that's not a joke. Get your tickets early. Because no ticket, no entry. The last set of Flopocalypses, they sold out. And I want to make sure that everybody get a chance to get in. For those who missed it, you already know what time it is. For those who didn't miss it, thank you for already getting your tickets. So, that being said, let's get back to this good life. Thank y'all. That's what I'm talking about. So, y'all already heard. My man told you himself that I'm sure there's people who missed it last time who don't want to make the same mistake now. So, you're going to be jockeying. You're going to be competing with them. Get, get out in front of it and get your tickets. Yeah. Flowpocalypse, that's Je- July 13th. July 13th. And the Saturday. tickets are on sale yeah. now. Don't miss out. You know, get some culture in your life. Absolutely. Get to know these people and you will get to know them because they share everything when they hit that stage. That's just part of that's just part of their chemistry. Absolutely. So with that, we're going to wrap up this segment. For sure. Stick around a little bit. We're going to see y'all on the other side. Like I told y'all before, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, Old Head Ed, Quick the Poet. Yes, is up. I'm feeling adventurous. Maybe I'll try something new about a logger or porter. Pills are Belgian or stout. Bruce Beats and Eats. You know it's the podcast. I'm Old Head Ed. We've discussed this already. I'm joined today, again, by Quick the Poet. And um, in this segment, most of y'all have come to, to, to like this segment because it, it relates to most people's um, um, weekend festivities. Um, sometimes during the week you might need one. We're talking about brews. You need a beer. Get a little thirsty, a little parched, or what have you. Um, so what we do in this segment is um, I got four different beers, and I got Quick willing, willingly. I didn't even have to twist his arm. He's going to sample all of them. Oh, man. He's going to sample all of them. He's going to give us his thoughts on it. Yay, nay, you know, fresh, not fresh, you know, garbage, good, whatever whatever comes to mind. Once again, I've said it before, we're not sponsored by anybody, so we're not about <laughs> saving anybody's feelings. You know what I'm saying? Basically. It might just not be what he likes. Basically. You met, you touched earlier that you are a Pilsner yes. guy. Yes. So that's where you freak. I was going to ask you that. So Pilsner is typically your go-to. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um... So, um, any any other uh, beer memories or any um, stories? Or- I, was say, I will say this. I didn't start even drinking beer at all until after coming back from the league in 2002. It was, I'm going to say, in 2003. The reason wow. why was I'd have spent up all my money by then. <laughs> and um, I was working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Okay. And anytime they did an event... They did what they referred to as a beer and wine event. And I was like, what is this? Where's the rest of the look at? Like, yeah. what is this? Like, I don't even drink this stuff. So I passed on it the first time. I tried it the, you know, the second. And 
trying in between. I'm, I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between it and, you know, harder liquor as okay. a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and eventually I start getting, I guess you can almost say, an acquired taste for it at yeah. the events. And I was like, wow, it's it a, an amazing, cool, refreshing beer on tap. Mm. Dude, it's, it's like... Like wow, no, you know no, it, it used to be like, oh man, this is just yeah. this is disgusting. But I've that's what really got me onto it. So I've been to various places. So now I like to try when I fly in other cities. Uh, I, I like to try the hometown. Yes, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like it's cool. Like, full one advantage. of the coolest ones is actually really down here in South Florida. That I really really like. I forgot who. It's something. Oh man. Um, but it's a place in Sunrise that sells it. It is all I know is it's a blueberry beer, and God damn it, the blueberry beer is delicious. All right, it's, there's there's a couple. Um, I know that the um, it's like the sloppy dog got a hunk. The, it, yeah, the, it's, and it's got a it's a, it's got a hand drawn picture, yeah, of a little blue yeah, like bulldog that's on the it. bottom. I can't remember the name that's of it. it we'll find that out. I'll, I'll, I'll get like research it. and development on it once they show up to work. Once again, yeah, research and development decided decided to take a you know a day off and whatnot, but we will power through. I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's great. That's that's perfect because that's I can amazing. recommend to you if you ever get a chance, you're over at the World of Beer yeah. right now. They have they're featuring their very own blueberry wheat. Wow! It's called uh, Secret Llama. Wow, man, I gotta check that out. Try that out while you're there. Try that out. Yeah, um, and let me know what you think of that. Yeah, but, uh, of course. They actually, they actually drop blueberries inside of it uh, at the bottom, and Damn, it's, it's, it's a cool experience. So, with that said, we're gonna start off your left, and uh, we're gonna go from there. And on your left, we have what is called the Cigar City Brewings um, Tampa Style Lager. Okay, it's it's home team, Florida based beer. It's an now American am I lager. to sip or am I to take it all? The best part about this is that there's no rules. Son of a man, there's no the rules. Well, let me let me get let me get a good a good feel of them. Yeah, definitely. I mean, take your time. Um, take it in. Aromas, all of that. Whatever. What people mostly do with beers when you see when you pull up to a spot and they're doing all kind of weird things with beers. You know, my, you know. Shouts to Ralphius. You know, last week he said you gotta listen to the beer. You know, sometimes it does some conversating. You know, but um, yeah, that's so that's Cigar City Brewing's Tampa style lager. What do you think about that one? I dig it. Okay. Um, it has kind of a uh, a citrus. Okay. Um, kickback to it. Um, nice. It's not too heavy on the burn on going down. I dig it. Okay. I actually dig that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, man. Excellent. Man, Tampa, get it in your life, man. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. I like that. So do I move forward? Now we're going to, I mean, if you want to sit on no, that one a little I, bit. I'll do. I okay. do. Okay. Yeah, yes. go ahead and do that. Yes. And, uh, and I'll, I'll share a little story. Um, About a couple months back, I yeah, found yeah. myself in the uh, Tampa area uh, with a couple of the, a couple of good friends. And um, and I, I was I was outvoted. I wanted to hit up the Cigar City Brewing. I mean, like, we, by, you know, we in Tampa. Why not? Why don't we hit the brewer? Yeah, and I was outvoted. Um, I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I won't make that mistake again. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that that definitely won't happen again. Uh, this one, this one seems to be um, Cigar City's big out there. Um, I, I believe. Uh, oh, was it? I want to say um, Funky Buddha out here in Oakland. 
in Oakland Park. I know that they 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 were inspired by a lot of the stuff that Cigar City Brewing does. Um, but yeah, that one clocks in at a like I said, it's an American lager. Mm-hmm. It clocks in at a 4.5 um, alcohol by volume. And um, if yeah, if you got if you guys like lagers and uh, and you're willing to take Quick's word for it, make sure you jump on that. Make sure you jump on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, man, this is cool. This has worked too. Also, just a side note. Um, Quick's first time here. Um, I did uh, provide you with some pretzels. Um, apparently, pretzels do one of two things: they cleanse the palate, and then they kind of like help. They do. They kind of help with the processing of the beer, as far as you know. You drink too much, throw a pretzel, mm-hmm. kind of hold you down in the meantime. Um, um, so, Quick is pretty much wrapping up with that one, and I'm gonna go ahead and start prefacing the next beer. The next beer. It is the uh, Blue Point, the Blue Point Brewing Company. It's their toasted lager out of New York. And uh, this one's labeled as an American Amber slash red lager. Um, and this one clocks in at a 5.5. And that, yep, that's the Blue Point. Um, whenever you're ready, fire it off and give that one a taste. Quick, quick, is get, quick is getting into his beer breakdown mm-hmm. space right now. Mm-hmm. He's he's making sure he's got himself in the right place. Mm-hmm. It's like the hot dog and sausage challenge. You can't just go just eating into the hot dogs. You know, you got bread. You got you know. You yes, sausage. strategy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, strategy. Definitely. All right, the blue. Let's do it. There you go. There's some, there's some contemplating going there. Okay. With the focus and attention. I can live on it, but it's it's it feels more of an um an old school okay. feel to it, Bill. All right. Um, it would definitely be uh passed on for that first one. Okay. Example. I yeah. would definitely say it has not too far on the lingering taste on it. Okay, I'll say. So this this is a so in other words, if you walked up to a cooler filled with with ice, like you know, we had a cookout. We had yep. a cookout. Mm-hmm. Uh, music's playing, um, playing some Gap Band and whatnot. Sure, sure. And uh, you walk over to the cooler, and you know how we do. We use. 55 gallon drums as coolers. Absolutely. Load them up with ice, some water, and you just start chucking the beers in there. So, this beer, you wouldn't make the effort to dig to the bottom of that cooler. Without a doubt. That one, you just let that. I leave that. Now, I will say this, though, I gotta be honest. If for any reason that the. That it's the only. Okay. Beer, no. At least right now, I mean, I'm sure the comparisons, I'll probably take it before. But if it were the only beer, I I would I would drink it. It's yes. it's drinkable. Okay, me. it's yeah. I can tolerate yeah. it. I, I, if I had to scale one to ten, it for me, respectfully stated, it would be a six. Okay, for me. You All know, right, it's not way up there on the top. Where it's like, man, I need this in my life. Yes, you know. But and it's not too far down there where it's like, nah, I'd never <laughs> drink it. But if let's say if if a Corona went up, I. It would never get touched. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Corona pulls through for sure, for sure. Excellent, cool. So the next one we got going, um, 
The next one is actually also home team. I think they're out here in either Pompano or Tamarack. I respect this last one, though. There you go. Um, that's, that's it. No, no, no drop left behind. Let's do that. Not at all, man. Down. None. So this one here is the Barrel of Monks Brewing. Uh, it's their Wizard Wit. It's out of Florida, like I said. I believe this one is up somewhere in Tamarack or Pompano. Um, haven't made it out there. But this is a Belgian wit beer. It's a, a white beer for its cloudy distinction. Um, it clocks in at a 5.5 as well. That one is, um, I've had that one before. I, I like that one, but that's just my preference. Um, and they've got, they've got several beers apparently out there that are, are on point. At this is called The Wizard. You say, where is it from? Uh, Florida. It's, uh, I believe their uh, brewery is located, I want to say in Pompano. Barrel of Monks. Oh, no, wait, it might be even closer to Boca. I might be wrong. I might be just a couple of miles south. It might be closer to Boca. You know, it's, it's, their, it's their take on the traditional wit beer or, or white ale of Belgium. Um, it's got European malts and hops, and it's uh, it's spiced gently oh, with uh, it, it orange peel. tastes actually in a weird way, kind of smoked. I guess that's where the cloudiness comes from. I would say this is a damn good beer. Yeah. Okay. It's a damn good beer. Okay. It's um, as stated. I'm not so much of a fan on the super super dark ones. I mean, okay. I've tasted some dogs that are real good. Yeah. But um, I like this. It, it, it still has kind of the citrus twist. That's probably why I, I, I dig this and and that and and and, exactly. and the blue moons and, and, blue and moons, you, yeah. you get me like that yes. kind of. It's got that. Oh no, man! Just a fruity, fruity type gown. This, respectfully stated, is you know, <laughs> oh, yes. it, you know, balance that out. Yeah. That, that come off correctly. Yeah. You know, LGBT community. <laughs> I love you, dearling. That Secure no, masculinity no and all that for sure. For it's sure. Clarity, though. Yeah. I'm told I've been liked by everybody, and that's awesome to me. You know, regardless of my preferences. Um, but this is. Yeah, no, man. This this actually is a damn good bill. Okay. It's yeah. And it's got his own character. It's a smoky character. You know? I dig it. The wizard. Man, the wizard I, it made me sound like somebody. Hey, man, hey. I need to order a wizard. A wizard. Yes. Bring on. Damn right. Continue to bring forth the wizard. Come on, man. Bring that on over here. I just came from a Harry Potter <laughs> watchathon. <laughs> to make it complete, I need that wizard. Exactly. Let's get bro. that wizard. So that's Barrel of Monk's Wizard. <laughs> the Wizard Wit. It's a wit beer, a white beer, Belgium style. That's their take on it. Excellent. I'm glad you enjoyed that. So we've already figured out that the Wizard Wit has its own smoky character. Come on, man. With some citrus notes. It does, it. man. Yeah. It does. Nice. Nice. So we got the Tampa. We got the, the Blue Point. The Blue Point. The yep. And the Barrel of Monk's The, the Wizard Wit. Yep. So we, we, and let me finish right, off the no, wizard. Please, please. Who's do your master? Quick enough. Quick enough. <laughs> show yes. Ah, that's what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Feeling it. Feeling it. Excellent. So um, we went through the first three, so that naturally takes us to our fourth sample here. And that uh, that's a. Uh, do you do you mess with IPAs at all? I know typically. I I still do. I yeah, still yeah. like I said. Um. I, I, I keep a pretty open mind to the variety. If it's, I'm down to try it. Like yes. I, I have, okay. they're not number one on my list left and right. But I mean, I've I've tasted some that are amazing. Okay, you no, know, but I 
I just don't remember their names, man. Yeah. Like, I just really, yeah. I, wish, I wish I did, man. And you know what doesn't, what definitely works against memory is alcohol. It does. Alcohol it does. will, will deplete memory banks. Cause it, bro, it as, does, As man. the night goes. If, if you just, man, you'll be out there, man, mm-hmm. looking crazy. Yeah. I, it, it had you forgetting, because I started, I think with the beer thing, after I kind of really got up to being able to handle um, harder forms of liquor, Okay. Um, more accessible. I started using my my beers, no, means, no matter how amazing they are, as chasers for yeah. <laughs> my damn, you know, my 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 my, my cognac. Yeah. You when know, we, when we talk about leave the drinking to the professionals, that's Bruh. a sign right there. It's a, a little scary, you know, at, <laughs> yeah. at times. You know, I absolutely, I will say in my case, absolutely not. An alcoholic, but when I'm sitting in the set of what I'm doing, you know, with the, I, I will be honest. I'm, I'm a harder brand of of, of liquor, whether that could be a club base or, or a dog base for me. And the chase is always sometimes, like I said, it comes back to a cool, crisp, yeah, beer it's a that really, really level me out, and and that's what really kind of bridges me into the water. Because okay. for me, it's just, I got this thing. Why, why am I going to drink all this greatness and then tear it up with water? Yeah. You know, water is the thing that keeps us alive and uh, balling. <laughs> and I have some nerve. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. It's just, the element, it's, the just element my thought. I spent my money. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. You know? <laughs> Let this water ruin this. This feeling. Yes. Then in the morning, you're thinking about it. Oh, God, can I this get is the this effect of not of having enough water. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm telling Whether you. Whether it be coconut water, or it, water is, it should man. be some water consumed. <laughs> just to ride out. Just to ride out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. So, yeah, so the reason I asked about the IPA, because this one's a, uh, this last one's an IPA. Okay. It's from the Sweetwater Brewing Company uh, out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's their Sweetwater IPA, and um, it's an American IPA. And this one comes in at a 6.3, so we, we're on the highest of the scale here as far as the ABV when we're talking about these particular, these four particular beers. So. Let me ask you this before we even take on this IPA, no, no, yo. Please. I've never understood the number lining. When, okay, you said this one is a 6.6. And the last one was, I think, a 5.5, 5. 5, right? Yeah. Okay, how does the number change the base of the bill in itself? like? How does the number factor in? What is the six? Well, I recently learned <clears throat> that um, here in the United States, uh, shouts to Ralphie as he put me onto this. Here in the United States, um, in order for it to be called a beer, it has to be below, I believe, a five point something, something four point oh. five. Um, everything else, everything else above that can't be called technically a beer. That's why you don't see beer on the label of the IPA or the wizard, you know, the wizard wit, they, you know, a lager, they'll go with the lager, this lager as far as Tampa Bay. I mean, I'm sorry, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa style lager for Cigar City. Um, but I'm, I'm very vague on how they determine what deserves, what gets what. I'm sure that there's something that has to do with uh, the process, the watered down process or how much uh, distilling they do. Um, and I'm sure some of the fans that are a little more into beer, and one day when I get the guy that brews his own beers on my show, Absolutely. he'll be able to break that down for me. Um, but I believe it has something to do with, I, I, I kind of um, uh, compare it to the, um, the Scoville level mm-hmm. on spicy foods, like the Scoville level, um, the higher it is, it's the, uh, it, it, the Scoville level is based on how much sugar and water they gotta add to a 
hot substance mm -hmm. in order to bring it down to to X or to a certain amount. If they have to add so much water and sugar to make it palatable, then it's if it's a greater amount that they add, then, then the Scoville level is through the roof. Gotcha. If it's not so much, if it's tame and they don't have to add much to, to tame it down, then that's a lower Scoville. So I'm gonna go with that. Again, uh, my research and development department, you know, I usually have a uh, fact checker, hasn't showed up since episode one. Um, I, I, I don't have enough money to employ Google. Uh, to get, I can't get them on the payroll, uh, but uh, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with it. That's another thing about this podcast is like we're all learning mm -hmm. at the same time, and if you find bits of knowledge in here, you won. If you find yourself having a good time, you won. Don't take anything I say as gospel. I'm not the authority on anything, but I know I like beers, and I know I like music, and I know I like to eat. So I, I hear that, that man. I think I'm there's people. On that 100%. There's people in the same boat as me, and they gotta feel the same way. And I just want to hear their opinion. So that's where we're at. So with that, my man Quick is gonna get into this IPA that we, that we introduced so heavily here, Sweetwater. So this one, um, I, uh, Sweetwater Brewing, what they do is they their their beers are all unfiltered. Um, so it keeps all the flavors, it keeps all the flavors intact. So you get all of that. Now you get the real condom. This, this is why I don't drink IPAs. Okay. But See, I'm not a big fan of IPAs mm, either because um, it's the weird bite on it. And maybe yeah. that's because everything is still there on it. You know, it um, it will be the last one for me. Okay. Uh, four. Yeah. 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 I'm not a big fan of the lingering it's, taste. It's, it's yeah. It's more of a it's not a it's not a crisp feel mm. to it for me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just it's it's um to me it's a beer with a bite. Okay. It's it's it it um the lingering part not good. It, it doesn't give you it, it, like any like uh, my thing is when it lingers it kind of feels like I'm like I just took a swig of it. So it doesn't allow me to give it a time to miss it if i would say like right. you, you drink a beer that has like an aftertone and it stays with you it's it stays with Robbie you i got so. through the half of that damn beer before you know even putting it down yeah you're right yeah you're right but like i said i mean i my taste buds and my 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 at least in what i can take on it i i could still drink it but mm. it would have to be yes the only bill in them. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. get passed on. This yeah. get passed on. Yeah. But it's getting drank right now. <laughs> Just pass, go. Do not collect it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just pass on it. Man. Wow. <laughs> but definitely, like we said, we're keeping to the themes. No beer left behind. So they they're all drank regardless. Uh so that brings us to the point where we kind of get your your vibes one through four. I think you touched on them so we can Absolutely. recap. Okay. Number one, um, Tampa, I would say, lead it all for me. Okay. Um, I love the twist, and I and in and, and doing of such, y'all are here. You know, I'm taking a, another squig of each. Okay. To confirm, without a doubt, Tampa number one uh, out of the yes. yes. Nice, crisp, and as we were just saying, you know, the it makes me want to sip more. Mm -hmm. Of it, yeah. You know, it's a good, good, clean feel going down. Excellent. We have our blue point. Mm. 
toasted lager. And I have to say this. Blue Point and The Wizard would actually come before Blue Point for me. Okay. Oh no. Um, the Wizard Wit made an impression. It absolutely Definitely did. Pushed itself into second. Um, the Blue Point is still a good one. Yeah. Um, but I won't lie, in a weird way, it gives me a reminder of, not to confuse anybody, but the Sweet Water gave okay. me. And a, um, the like lingering of the bite. Yeah. But nowhere near as dominating. No one. No one no. No one no. I drank this before that. Yeah. Bam. See, I heard it here first. Quick I came through. Mm-hmm. You got to know Quick. He got to know some beers. And he even told you what he thought about them. One through four. So that leaves nothing else but for us to wrap up this segment. Absolutely. And get on with the next one. Mm. Once again, Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. And I'm joined by Quick. And did I mention I'm Old Head Ed? Yes, sir. Old Head Ed here once again. Thank you guys for joining us again for another episode. And uh, we've reached the, the, the segment of the podcast where we, we get into music, beats, um, lyrics, what, what have you, what, what motivates you, uh, what you like, what you don't like. Um, so without any further ado, um, Quick, what are you listening to nowadays? Uh, myself, I, be honest, I'm not really big on this this current music that's out right now. Okay. You know, um, I'm, I still stick to my jugulars, whether that being Floor Tree, mm-hmm. um, Throwback Jay-Z, okay. you know, okay. for me. Um, Reasonable Doubt was, like, definitely one of my faves. Um, I'm big on R&B and Neo Soul, a guy by the name of Eric Robeson. It's absolutely Tigalera. incredible. Like, bruh, he is absolutely incredible. I listen to him, music soul child. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's ironic. Donnell Jones always been okay. one of my favorites. Um, a. Marie, I really do dig A. Marie. A lot of people don't even know that. I dig A. Marie. She has, um, um, especially her first album, I think that was just slept on people crazy. You know? Yeah, people, they couldn't get past yeah, it. I mean, they, they were satisfied with the... Uh, was it? It's just one thing. Yeah, that and, and that was after the first album. And that was after Remember the first that album. Remember that one? Um, why? Do, why do we fall in love? That was the um, on that. All I have, I think, is the album. Um, but dude, the, okay. the entire album in itself is like it gives you such an understanding of not just yourself, relationships, and. Okay. Just interacting with people in general okay. and survive. It's, it's it's a dope. It's a it dope covers, album. It covers, yeah, it's all yeah, absolutely dope album, man. But um, that my who else on my throwbacks? And Frankie Beverly and May is one of my favorite groups. Okay, so, so uh, I'm all yeah. over that. Yeah, I'm all that, over that. That's man. infectious, infectious with, dance music, with, with, without a doubt, man. Mm. But I love hearing new talent because a friend of mine, Sassy Scene, shout out to her. Um, she has a hashtag that basically pretty much says R&B, you know, isn't dead. And I'm, I'm a true believer in that. Tank, super fan of Tank. Okay. I don't know he handled his business. Um, who is a unique one that a lot of people wouldn't even know I, I really like? Um, Catch them off guard with it. I do really, you know, I actually, um, I really dig Nickelback. You know why I really, like, I, I, I like them? I don't know. What, you know what sold me? 
the damn track off of Spider-Man. Um, it was dope. It was, um... Up with Spider-Man. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, oh, man. It was like the theme to it, man. I can't even remember, but it is so dope, man. Like, I can't even... I can't even make it up. I he, think it's... It, 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 hero? Yes, man. Hero can save you. Nothing you get in the way. If, if, if I'm not mistaken, I, I've, uh, I think in the past I've heard of a lot of the, the, the rock community, like they really shun Nickelback. Bro, and I was... And, I was and so you, you've heard this. And I was... But here's what I don't understand. Why? Yeah, like what am I missing? And maybe because within the world, I don't see. I, 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 you know what? Actually, why I can't really, I can't judge them for that. I just yeah. question it. Mm. But like when it came to myself, I hid. Asia didn't even know. Nobody knew I even played in the league my first five years on the wow. scene. Okay. I was afraid for them to know. I, I won't yeah. even lie no. because what I didn't want them to do, I didn't want them to judge me and outcast me before and be with the whole okay. Well, the league didn't work out for him. Nice stepping in our yeah. You know, that old type yeah. of thing, you know? Or even if it did work out, let's say, for instance, all the um, the athletes who try to drop a damn album. You're like, all right, well, why are you dropping yeah, an album? You don't want to get bundled into that I wanna, either. I don't want to listen yeah. to you. Okay, I don't care how you made it, but you got enough money. Like, no, dude, this is not a story I want to listen to. Yeah. You got coin. You're doing this because you have it, you know? Yeah. But I, I could be wrong in that case. But I've seen someone say, I... I guess with the whole Nickelback thing, maybe they have a thing, maybe they're not um, uh, loose enough. I don't know, but it, it. But I really, I really like them. It speaks I, to you. I, 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 for me, it does. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I like some Offset stuff. Um, who else? Um, the Justin Bieber kid. I dig him too. I dig him even when he on his love. I, I dig him. You know? <laughs> yeah. He be he be over the place and all, but I can't. It he. You know what it reminds me of? Who's that? Ninety-nine percent of, of 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 child artists, okay, who yeah, grow yeah. up uh, in the industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't expect the kid to stay the kid, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. you know, but that came with the territory. Yeah. Um. What else is another love for somebody? These are, yeah, these are the ones that that you might not have seen yeah. coming from quick. Yeah, I definitely, man. I definitely didn't Bro, see it they coming. Were, they would have never thought that, man. You <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, of course, sure. Jill Scott for me. Um, yeah. Jilly from Philly. Uh, Christina Aguilera. I did Christina Aguilera. You know, uh, beautiful voice, beautiful soul, you know. Um, Who else is one? Yeah, ultimately with Christina Aguilera, you can't deny the the singing ability. You can have whatever. You could could not like certain songs. You you might not like her as a whole. But after that scene in the bottom, they were pissed, man. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. Damn. Yeah, you mentioned um, Eric Roberson. Are you familiar with the the Tigolero project? No, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm not though. Okay. I'm not though. though. No. Well, I that's just listening that's, to so much of stuff, but that's no. gonna be I, yeah. That's gonna be my my uh, my gift to you is whenever you get a time, a chance to get some time, go on Spotify where yeah. you get your music from and check out the Tigolero project. It's a combination of the, the, the reason I know Eric Roberson is because I'm a big fan of um, North Carolina-based uh, group that's no longer together. Uh, but they still make music um, separately. It's Little Brother. Mm. Um, it's consisted of the producer Ninth Wonder, uh, Fonte Coleman, one of the MCs, and so was uh, rapper Big Pooh, was the other MC. 
Um, they had a spectacular album that dropped, I want to say, in 07, 08. I might be off with my numbers here, but uh, it's called The Listening. Anyway, fast forward to now. They're all doing their own thing. Uh, Ninth Wonder now has his own label. He has his own squad of young spitters. I mean, Rhapsody still one of you know one of the top female MCs for me right now, and wow. even even top MCs seen her perform. Um, and uh, and then uh, rapper Big Pooh still doing his stuff, and then Fonte got into actually singing. Um, actually, it's funny now. A little a little uh, history here. Um, if you ever if you ever come across Drake, if any of my peoples out there listening ever just happen to come across Drake, yeah. ask him ask him who Little Brother is and what that what that means to him. And uh, y- y'all gonna get a little history lesson from wow. the brother. He he, like hev- that. he he says that's heavily influenced to him. Um, so getting back to Fonte now, Fonte started singing. He got together with a producer from I want where's Nicolay from? I want to say Denmark or overseas. And they happened to meet on the internet. Um, Fonte had some rhymes. Nicolay had production, and they just started working together without meeting each other. And they came up with, and they called the project the Foreign Exchange Project. Eventually, Fonte comes across and meets Eric Roberson, and uh, they put together a project called Tigalero. Fonte goes by Tigalo, the rap gigolo. That's one of yeah. his AKAs. So they took Tigalo and Ero, or Eric, Ero, yeah. Eric Roberson, they put it together. Dope ass album. Are um, you serious? The harmonies is crazy. Um, Fonte, for a cat who started off rapping and now is doing. Most of his work singing, Grammy nominated as a singer. And they put together this that's, project. You got to check it out. Dope. You got to check it out. So, yeah, definitely get on that. Um, Man, how is that spelled? It's uh, T-I-G-A-L-L-E-R-O. Tigalero. And, uh, yeah, solid project, man. And, and it covers everything. You get you get T-I-G. T-I-G. A-L-L-E-R-O. Yeah, definitely a solid project. Anything Fonte puts out, Him whether Fonte? it's yeah, be wrong Fonte. Yes, anything Fonte puts out, whether it's it's rhyming, singing, um, the mu- it's, it's just creative, dope, dope material, quality stuff for sure, for sure. So bam, so quick caught people off guard with uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, and they go back and so on and so forth. Yeah, man. He touched on he touched on a lot of his go tos as yeah, far man. as frankly, Beverly and Maze. Come on, man. Um, let me see what else. Um, and you, oh, and you also mentioned Jay Z. Jay Z, reasonable doubt. Man, my God, that's yeah. Damn, Jay Z. Yeah, and you, we talked about filling. You know, actually, him becoming who he was. And uh, while you were saying Love that in the Jay first Store. segment, I realized I'm like, yeah, it also, it, it, uh, it's all about filling a void. Yep. You filled the void, or you took the opportunity to fill a void. There was a void when when Big passed away. And uh, he stepped right in. Absolutely. You know, he had, yeah, he had the problems. skill. I know, had... You know, there was an old back and forth. Yeah. I would have loved, man, not to cut you, I would have mm-hmm. loved Knock on Wood to have seen Big and Pac okay. end up doing what Jay and Nas did. Like, to yeah. watch them both perform Yeah, Bro, like, I'm a, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. They can put this on record and spread it global till I blow big. But let me make it clear. When Nas dropped Ether. Now I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When in he response to Takeover. Ether, in response to Takeover. I said. Cause I didn't think I didn't think Nas was I thought Nas was dead. I said after mm. Jay, you know, I felt like Jay beat him decent, left him out there in the parking lot. You know, y'all could take him off and card him off and mm-hmm. then that's it. And I still I like Nas, but I'm a Jay-Z fan. Yeah. That interaction 
Jay helped make me a Nas fan too. Wow. wow. Because when he dropped Ether, and you listen to her from the beginning. Oh God. Bah, bah. Oh yeah. I yeah. said. Yeah. Man, why he talking about Jay like this? Before this. before a word was spoken, you knew. Bruh. You knew before he said damn thing. You? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> I will not lose. Brad ain't nothing else to really talk about, man. God sent across the belly, you know you lost already. Come on, man. It's, <laughs> I, and, and it's no, like I said, it it I love the development of it all because like watching Jay Z's story and it he that interaction, I like Nas, but I didn't go back and listen to nothing with Nas until that point. I was like, mm, you know what? Let me mm. go back and listen. They talk about this guy in Illmatic and all yeah, this. What's his yeah, five, five Mike, five Mike album. The source granted it. You know, everybody re, re, uh, regards it as a, the, the, the prototypical classic hip hop album. So you, you know, so Bruh. you decide I'm gonna go back and check it. Killed it, man. Yeah. And I'm just being on unique forms of storytelling. Mm. You know, Nas himself, an extension of what we just were talking about. He has a track um, called uh, Project Window with Ronald Isley. You ever okay. get a chance to listen to it, bro, it puts you there way yet. You know, mm. like, damn, like, I really, really want to make it, but sitting at this window, it's, it's either do I give up or do I keep going? Like, I just, it's kind of that limbo track well, in the end, you know his next step is, you know what? I'm going to keep going, but I got to tell y'all that I'm thinking about this. Like, yes. it's, I'm just caught in that this space. This is definitely it's something that, that I'm has... surrounded by, you yeah. know? But it, um, music is so influential in my life. If I, I, I say it for what it is, I think if I could sing like Tyrese, I would sing. Okay. You know? Uh, because I'm a huge R&B and neo soul fan. Yeah. Like more than rap, hip hop, mm-hmm. anything. I'm a huge R&B neo soul and old school fan. But I've always what I've grown to appreciate is I don't need. I like. I fell in love with the silence that is 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 what I refer to in between the music and the people. You know, you move the music in the poetry and spoken word world. Now it's just that interaction of energy, okay. you know, and you're forced to, I guess I almost kind of take um, a, a comedian's understanding of where you don't got the music to save you. You can have your antics in between, but once you're forced to interact with the people, the truth pull out. And yeah. when I noticed that people really started listening to me, music became more of my my support of therapy. Okay. I guess you can say. Okay. That's why I like all that different type of stuff, man. Like yeah. it's like like we were kind of talking about with the old nickelback thing and you know, hell I like some stuff from Coldplay. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Um uh the new artists of the, these days, I won't lie, I'll listen to J. Cole, but I'm not listening to a whole lot of this other stuff mm. because it's just the kids were play is sick. No offense to the kid party, a grown man, but you know, younger than yeah. me, you're a kid enough. But he, yeah, yeah. he is, he is, he is definitely dope, man. But I love varied forms of art, okay. and I've, I guess, I kind of got to say in closing that part, I've alienated myself to what has been the security blanket of, like the history, the historical uh, rap, R&B, neo soul, hip hop old school music until and which I know it'll happen at some period of time 
a kid gonna jump out the box and literally do something that's groundbreaking that is going to catch my attention. Yeah. If that doesn't happen, I'll stick with the stuff that I've been. That you know, I've, I've, the go-to. Yeah, man. I, I can't lose with that. Damn. They say you, you got to go with what you know. Yeah, and man. All, and I, all that I want to impress me, man. Do something unique, man. And it's kind of like, you know, the poor Black Ice who outside, like, where Black Ice is, but I doubt one of my favorite. I, I think it's more so the poem in itself. Yeah. When he pretty much said and I and I'm, I'm sure I probably misquote this line but he he said some more so in regards if you're not basically if you aren't doing something I don't I don't care you know about all these slick words and metaphors that you're spitting yeah. if you're not if you honestly are not expressing anything that'll help these kids and these children with uplifting that's, that makes total that's sense that's pretty much yeah, it yeah, you know, like you if it's not uplifting them you yeah. know or inspiring them mm. or Properly, there's a different form. Properly entertaining them, you yeah. know. It's we come from a generation. I'll say as in when the things that they spoke about, and it's not to say it was a whole lot of guns and all that other stuff spoken about, was, yeah. you know, and, and drugs and different stuff. But it it just didn't. And I may have been blind to it. It just didn't run rampant like how it is now, man. Like it's the suicide rate is insane yeah right now this younger generation man you know so when they come back to this music you got to be careful what you put in it when i used to be a rapper back in there a lot of people didn't know that before okay. i came on the scene in the in the r&b and neo i mean i'm sorry the, the portraits before r&b and neo soul world i was in a rap group you know okay and i don't discredit that at all i love south Paul. we literally actually were on the cusp of getting a deal wow and i go back and i listen to our music and it's amazing, bro. Like mm. it was, it was, it was literally as past this time. Like real talk. Yeah. I go back and I say, you know, I'm just saying it because it's me on it. But yeah. then I'm really listening. I said, man, this was amazing. But I listen to myself, not my counterparts, Richie and Black. I listen to myself, okay. and some of the stuff that I expressed on there, I'm like, wow, why the hell did I say that? You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, I might have thought it. Mm-hmm. But why did I say it to the to the public? Yeah, in that why regard? put it out there? Because of you know into the universe. Now it's in the music, in the music in itself, and you know somebody's kid is gonna pick up the, on this at some period of time. Yeah. it's different with me expressing something to set a point, like in my poetry and spoken word. But to I I, I literally gave direction. I, I I gave mixed signals on some stuff. You know what okay. I'm saying? So I I get it. Like when you see sometimes. And they dig out, and I forgot. I forgot who the latest person was. And they dig back on. They dig back on a kid's Twitter. Who had made uh, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. were like, "Oh, well, he's saying racist comments." Yeah. Oh, and they got him. You know, like he said what yeah. he said. Let the rights. It was on there. But let's. I'm not who I was when I was 18. No, bruh. no you're not. You know no, what I mean? No. Like, let's come down to earth. Yes, I'm yes. not that person. Yeah, and. You know, we all need to make adjustments as a whole as we grow, but we also have to be careful on how we we judge, mm. you know, and or expect people to, you know, be so apologetic about who they were. You can be. Most people, you catch on a whim like that and they success, and it's kind of like, man, listen, I'm sorry. Back then, I was this age. But that's a that's a man. That's a slippery slope, yeah. man. Especially nowadays, because now everything's documented. Yep. Like you said, you was listening back to your old stuff, and yep. you and you was listening to your verse, and then you found yourself at a point where you said, "Why did I say that?" 
but that's where that's where it, it it started and that's where it ended right there. People are so actively willing to right. put out these thoughts, these thoughts that everybody my, has. My you boy know? said and, to me when he, because he's a fan of music and okay. all, during that time, and he said, "Man, you always out here taking somebody's girl." And I said. <laughs> No, I'm not. What the hell are you talking about? Where'd that come from? And he said, dude, have you ever really listened to yourself? He said, man, listen, your material <laughs> is dope, you know, and the relationship stuff that you get into and the life stuff you get. But he says, have you ever really listened to it? And on one of those tracks, um, Shutdown is called. Okay. I said, and, and as a matter of fact, in the opening line, I said um, in my verse, they looking for me. PDs and FEDs. I'm America's most wanted okay. on the MIC. I'm two things. I am caper and Yosemite. I'm charged ducking in the club when I host the heat for any beef. Hating the way I friggin' breathe. Automatic, automatic John Paxson when I'm dropping your threes. I'm guaranteed to be with your wife in VIP. She wearing my fingerprints, but not my ring. <laughs> and he wants this to me like I said. You know, I've never listened to it like that. <laughs> like, without the whole music and the yeah. track and it's banging and we yeah. jamming. And I was like, wow. Wow, I can't. Well, that was written. That was <laughs> yeah, that was that time. But I, and, and saying when I actually dropped that too, and you're, we're talking, I, I, if I had to take a wild guess, that's arguably 15, 15 years ago. Wow. You know? Yeah. 15 or so years ago. And yeah. um, what's crazy is, my mindset at that time was still lingering from the league aspect, you know, mm-hmm. because, and I'm not saying everybody in the league do this, but I got to say for what it was, once I signed that deal of the league and especially in the type of caliber of players that I ran with too and all, I did feel untouchable. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's yeah, definitely an aura. Me. There's an aura. Everybody if I want her, yeah. I'm going to get out of her. You know, yeah. what can you really tell me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you're really, really brought down to earth from that. And it's really not, it's really not like that. Yeah. You know, you, that money disappear. And, mm. You know, like, come down to earth, y'all. Come yeah. down to earth on that. Yeah. But it's, you got to be careful what you, you put out there now. You have, it, it, you listen to some of poetry and spoken word. And it's, it's heavily based in motivational, okay. you know, aspects, inspirational relationships, you know. Yeah. I plug, you know, um, musicians and or um, movie aspects. Okay. Um, and, uh, I just, relatable sources. Yeah, so people, people. get, yeah, bring it them is, in, get man. the reference and then you but bring it's them the, in. It's the, it's the energy, man. It's, it's, I like to give them something unique and be a unique form of poet and spoken word artist form. Not predictable. And, um, powerful. Game changer, man. Yeah, you know, no, and and, and and my people out there listening, he he's not lying. You're gonna get an experience. Um, you're gonna get energy. Uh, sometimes I don't I don't understand where the energy comes from. If anybody's been out to the Anna Flowetry shows, call him out there doing his thing. You 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 know, my man will amaze you. He will amaze us down. Um, th- without a doubt, camera phones go up. Uh, yeah, phone, phone cameras go up. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a lot of documentation that goes on because of just what my man does on stage. Um, and and I mean I don't want to I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> because come to the show. Come to the show. That's my, that's what I'm saying. Bro, come to the show. See it though, because I can tell man. you. I can tell you. I could I could I could start a challenge video where I try to do what he does and it's Bro. still not the same. 
as yes. being there and, and taking it in, observing it firsthand. Man, put it this way. <laughs> I have to have a massage therapist. You know, shout out to Channing Range and his massage ther- services who hold me down. That's my main massage therapist before the show. I need one before the show, respectfully stated. If you come to the show, it's a pretty good chance that you're going to need one yourself <laughs> after the show. Let's just put it that way, man. The yes. poetry and the spoken word and the snapping of the neck and, the, mm. you know, the people want to really get yeah. out of their seats and just prepare to live, man. I can guarantee you this. My show is like no other poetry spoken word show. No shot, no shade to anybody else, but I, I pride myself and I sit back, you know, on my... And my zone in the darkness and what you see on the social networks are, is real for me. I prepare for this. You're not going to see it anywhere else. If you do, they bit me, you know? That's they it. bit me. Fact and period. Quick told you, we're talking inspiration, motivation. It's for all the nations. And with that, I'm going to take this time to play a song for Quick. And we'll come back on the other side and he uh, he's going to tell me what he thinks about it. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, Quick the Poet, is here. Old Head Ed. Is up! Should have been a man, yes sir. First class flights on the Delta. Check still sitting on the dresser, yes sir. I settled for the lesson. Should have been a man, yes sir. Head down, but I stay blessed up. God told me that I'm next up, yes sir. Uh, glad that I loved and I lost and never had love at all. Mindset keep God on the line, even when Sprint try to cut you off. My resume wasn't good for a callback, but the plan ain't too good for a fallback, though. Royalty in these clothes, mm, made him put a crown with a ball cap going. Big talk from the underdog, don't fear no man under God. Limelight don't build character, but the lessons learned in the shadows, dub. You see, I seen the most death and love's involved. I live to see my odds even now, and the ones that said I won shit on. All on my dick and I need pull a penis out. I've been a man. Uh, yes, sir. First class flights on the Delta. Tech still sitting on a dresser. Yes, sir. Yeah, I settled for the lesser. Said I've been a man. Yes, sir. Head down, but I stay blessed up. God told me that I'm messed up. Yes, sir. Yeah, I settled for the lesser. Simmer down, simmer down. Figure all your feelings out. Hey. Mama said the sky's the limit. I don't see no ceilings now. Hey. I don't see no limitation. Expectation lost a lot of meaning. Mm, killer cam, I'm diplomatic Get my speech, you know I really mean that Whoa, see it now No weed and I see the clouds Oh, deacons, believe me now This what I dreamed about Feel like nuts so looking down on you Uncle Tom's like we're even now Cabron Clark can't call my phone And told me I remind him my hoes Teachers told me bacon, eggs, and cheese Is the closest I'd be to honor roll uh, Ha ha, jokes on you Never put the soul on snooze Mm-mm-mm I either win or I learn Eyes win, don't know how to lose Nope I remember eyes being laid on Rent to getting brain like scarecrow, make no sense. I kept fear from line, kept part on 10 with no pen, just draw off inspiration. Shut up in a man, uh, yes sir. First class flights on the Delta, tech still sitting on a dresser, yes sir. Yeah, I settled for the lesser. Shut up in a man, uh, yes sir. Head down, but I stay blessed up. God told me that I'm next up, yes sir. Yeah, I settled for the lesser. Hold up. Yes sir. Can I get a yes sir? Yes sir. 
I shine, you shine. This is Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, Old Head Head back again. And uh, I just took a moment to play Oswin Benjamin's Yes Sir off the Godfrey album for my man Quick. Mm. Quick got a moment to, uh, to sit with the song and uh, and then, you know, on the surface, just take it in and uh, he's going to give us his thoughts on it. Listen, dude, I've never even heard the track. Okay. You know, it, um... Dude can spit his behind off, man. I can't even front. <laughs> like, the concept, I, I, it, 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 it reminded me of that, um, it gave me kind of that Andre 3000 type feel. You okay. know what I mean? Like, okay. it's, it, 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 the spaced out variety of the wordplay. Like, it, it hooked me because I'm sitting over here, I'm working on my business on my phone. I'm like, man. <laughs> Damn it, I need on the dress So I need to go get me a flight on Delta. You know, <laughs> yes, right sir. now. Like, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's and that's 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 what's dope about unique levels of music, man. Mm. He, he a young man is absolutely talented. Yeah, and a, and a, yeah, and a level of talent too. Um I know exactly when you mentioned Andre uh Andre three thousand. Um I recently had this conversation with somebody and it's um uh he uh, there was um there's a, a MC called J Live, mm-hmm. and in one of his songs, he had said, "I make words words rhyme even when they don't," um, and that's a that's definitely what Andre does. Andre yep. finds a way to interject what he wants to say. Yep. Most cats will write rhymes, huh? and they will they will force their way around a line yep. to find a word that they didn't want to intend to use to begin with, but it rhymed with the last one. A, 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 a natural talent, someone with the skill and a gift, and there's not a lot of them out there, but Absolutely. there are some of them out there. They will find a way to convey what it is that they want to tell you using the words that they want to use, whether they don't rhyme or Absolutely. not. Absolutely. And uh, and yeah, that, there is an example of that too. Also, I, I um, as I'm listening to it back, I've heard it a couple times before. I heard his album, dope album, um, and then it brought me full circle to the uh, Jay Z. He said has a line there where Clark Kent called him up and said he's the next Hove. And uh, he goes, yes. he goes through that whole verse, and at the very end, what does he do? He drops a nod to Jay Z, where he goes, "No pen, just write off inspiration." Yeah, and he brought it together. So it's 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 crazy. Um, and and this is a young dude, uh, a younger dude, um, Osmond Benjamin. And um, a lot of times, my argument with um today's music is it it there's something for everybody out there, um, and somebody's gonna dig it no matter whether I like it or not. <clears throat> um, I just like to see uh, balance. And an evolution. Agreed. There's not enough balance, one, and we know that that there's a reason why radio has program directors because they're going to program you. They're going to program you to like a specific song. Um, and, and Agreed. It, and you can't fight it. You can't fight it because yep. the song is on and then and it's on again. I don't listen to the radio. And then they, it's on again. They also reason I don't listen to the radio no more. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, so the balance is lacking. It's always been lacking for years. And um, the other issue is... Um, is it's evolving? It's evolving. Um, we had Rakim back in the days uh, when Nas came out. They, you know there was comparisons, and they said 
he's he's a new day rock him, which means it's it's a great honor to be bestowed on Absolutely. anyone. But you don't get that unless you're pushing it forward. Yep. Um. So on and so forth Agreed. down the line. Uh, Nas did it. Who, who's um, who's one of J Cole's biggest influences? Nas. And you could tell. You could tell yep. because there's a gift, there's a talent, there's there's a work and skill that goes into his craft and into the product that he puts out. Um. There's a lot of cats that are out there putting together music who will tell you, I don't want nothing to do with nobody back then. And it shows, it reflects, yeah, it man. reflects. Cause it's not gonna have, it, it's it's popping now. It's it's a vibe now, but it's not gonna have its longevity. It ain't, it's not gonna be classic or timeless material. It's not. And then you're gonna find yourself in a spot going, man, I actually listen, listen to this, <laughs> you know? Um, but th- definitely Oswald's not on that trajectory. He's, he's definitely skilled and he's putting together work that I think will last. Will last definitely. Absolutely, dude, it's dope. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, that's off the Godfrey album, um, and that's that was my shit. I, I kind of, I almost switched it up at the last second, but I stuck to my guns. <laughs> I was gonna drop some Cigalero because I was like, oh, I gotta put them on something off the Cigalero album. But uh, but I know you're gonna you're gonna do that on your own. Um, always get back to me as soon as you sit with it and, and take it in and let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, but yeah, that was Osmond Benjamin. Uh, with Yes Sir off the Godfrey album. Go check that out. Um, and where we're at now, we've got quick thoughts on the song. He told you he's definitely thumbs up yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, he thumbs up to me. And he's doing his I'll thing. I'll definitely be bopping to that. Excellent. So that's where we're at. Bruce Beats and Neats. We're wrapping up the Bruce. I'm sorry, this is the beats section. I didn't even drink brews, and I'm already off on what segment this is <laughs> of the episode. So just imagine if I would have been partaken. <laughs> definitely. Beats, Bruce Beats and Eats, this is the Beats. On the other side, we do what everybody loves to do at least three times a day if you're doing it right, is Eats. So, once again, Old Head Ed, Quick the Poet, closing this segment out. See y'all on the other side. Yes, it's up! Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. I'm Old Head Ed, and we're setting camp on this here ground. I got Quick the Poet with me. And uh, we got a chance, you know, all through this episode here, we got a chance to get to know Quick. Um, He spoke a lot about uh, where he started, uh, where he's at, and where he wants to be. Um, We got into Bruce. We had him sample several beers, and he gave us his thoughts on them, even rated them for us, ranked them from one to four. We got into music, and... um, he uh he took us for a loop like like your amusement park <laughs> ride with Nickelback, Justin Bieber and the likes. Yeah man. And uh, like and uh, and he even gave us his opinion on uh, on the Osmond Benjamin song. Yeah. Which brings us to this point of this of the podcast this segment um, where we get to know literally a person's tastes, and I'm talking about taste in the literal sense. This is where we ask quick, quick. What's your favorite meal? My favorite meal is a surf and turf meal. Okay. From this joint called Bonefish Grill, actually. Mm. Didn't even mean to make it rhyme, but it does. It's an 18 ounce steak. Grilled to perfection. I like it. Medium well. That's your temperature. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Medium well is good for me. You know, I like it um, kind of even on the 
the burn and on the pink um, and the shrimp grilled to perfection. Absolutely amazing, amazing dish. Though seafood is my favorite food and I got various forms of other food that I that I love, you know, because I, I I like unique stuff, man. I like eating oysters and all that. Okay. Across the board. Yeah. But that is my meal that's, of choice. If I cool. and what's crazy is my wife, she vegan. So wow, wow. It's, yeah. She don't eat, you know. She has she hasn't eaten meat in I think I, I would have to say now probably the past two years, probably something like that. Okay. But I'm a true carnivore, man. Like yeah. I'm, you know, like yeah. I'm. Like a good, you know, set of meat in front of me. I just it's it's tougher for me to to get away from. I yeah. can I yes. She has gotten me to reduce quite a bit though. Definitely. My red okay. meat count is not as much as I love. Now I think that's what makes me appreciate it so much <laughs> when I do get it. Yeah. Because I rarely get it. She'll cook the shrimp and for me and we'll no, do, no pun but, intended on yeah, the rarity yeah, part. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's it's man. That's that's definitely my favorite. Okay, well, props to her for 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 starting that endeavor and still pushing strong for two years. That's mm-hmm. definitely uh, something. If anything else, you, there is the learning experience there. Like you said, now you're um you're kind of adapting some of that to your uh, eating practices. Absolutely. And, and that, that does help in moments where you're like, it gives you some time away from certain dishes. And when you come back to them, you'd be like, yeah, you know, this it's, this is this is it. And I, I miss this and I can really enjoy this thoroughly because I took that break Absolutely. from Absolutely. You know, that's excellent. What would you find on as a side on that plate? So you got the shrimp, you got the steak, Grilled to perfection. Right. What's right. something you would just happen to find on the side? Most of that people plate? want your, your traditional, probably mashed potatoes or something like uh-huh. that, man. But for me, because it's such a heavy base meal, yes. Overall, I like the fresh uh, 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 sauteed uh, vegetable medley. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Or, okay. Or just broccoli in itself. Uh-huh. Asparagus is what I normally get with. Mm. That's what they normally yeah, bring yeah. with it. But yeah. it's man, it's it's absolutely delicious, man. Delicious. Ninety nine percent of the time, you know, I'm knocking it down before we get out of there. But every once in a while, can't get through it, you know. And I got to take some of it home. Well, yeah, sometimes, hey, sometimes it gets the better of you. It is, man. and ain't no shame in that. It is. It's not for lack of trying, you know. It is, man. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that sounds that sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of Bonefish Grill as well. Um, I, I'm I'm big on the Bang Bang Shrimp. Uh, I think they yeah, do. Man. Uh, yeah. What's the other? They have a pad thai. I think they have a pad thai. I forgot what it was. It might be a shrimp pad thai. That's excellent. Any city I go to, I'm like, man, I gotta try. I love try the unique foods, man. Yeah. Especially the unique seafoods. Okay. I done had some some unique stuff, man. Grilled, blackened, saute. Like I'm, I'm just big on. I'm not. I try to stay away from the fried so much. Okay. Like I've, I don't, I don't, I don't do too much fried. Okay. No. Yeah, um, what's what's the most uh, exotic thing you've eaten? You know what? I gotta bring it back to my mom. Okay. I think I, nobody's really talked to own it. You know the whole oyster and the sushi thing, and mm-hmm. I've tried unique things. When I was a kid, I never knew that she fed me cow tongue. Oh wow! Okay. It's different, right? It's different. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember what it tastes like. She was like, "But you ate it like it was steak, though, right?" But if I would have told yeah. you it was cow tongue, you wouldn't have took you that would, down. Nah, but nah. you ate it. I said, lady, this is disrespectful. This is child abuse. <laughs> what are you doing? There's a level of deception like you, that you, is you happening. You don't cross the line on this, man. So now when I see it in stores, mm. I want nothing to do with it's it. It's triggering. Don't bring, don't bring it near no. me. Don't try to feed it to me on the side. I will sue you. 
Yeah, you know? yes. Now I got the yes. full coin to be able to do it. You know, <laughs> don't do this. There will be legalities involved. But I would say, um, on the just in general, mm-hmm. uh, I would say another friend of mine, uh, her mother. I'll say maybe I don't know, 10, 12 years ago or so. Um, I stopped by the house just check out, see how they were doing. Okay. And um, she fed me chitlins. Now mind you, you know that is the uh, um, let's say it's somewhere on the interior of a pig. Yeah, okay? yeah. We'll, just, we'll say that mm. um, for what it is. Mm. Um, look it up if you feel like it. Yes. Do your Google. And I was always told, oh, it smelled like this and it smelled like that and da 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 da. How could you eat this? And I was like, and when she was making it, I can't front. I went in the house and I was like, wow, man, it smells amazing off of it. You know what I mean? And it threw me off. And she was like, so you eat chitlins? I said, ma'am, <laughs> that is not chitlins. <laughs> chitlins don't smell like that. And she said, Maybe other people's chitlins don't smell like that, but mine smell like this. But this is chitlins, baby. You want to try? Say it. Yes, ma'am. You know? So right. she, you know, ran some down for me. And I got to say, what she made for me was delicious. Man. You know, it, it it really was. It was it was delicious, man. Yeah, it's, it seems like that's a trait of, yeah, a, yeah, of, a, of, a, of a good yeah. chef, of someone who takes pride in the kitchen. Their trait is that they're going to turn something you yeah. least expect to enjoy into an enjoyable plate. Um, I, I, you mentioned cow tongue. My, <laughs> I think back to my episodes with, uh, or my the times where I've encountered liver. Um, liver, I just can't eat. Well, I'll say this. I haven't eaten liver, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. in years. The reason I didn't name it was because even as a kid, my mom was like, it's good for you. You need to eat it. This is this. And I just, to this day, I've not messed <laughs> with it. Shouts to Deontay Wilder. And, <laughs> and I might, honestly, I might love it now because my yes. taste is is different. It's a, I yes. might appreciate it. adapted. I, I couldn't stand sushi when I was a kid. Yeah. Now I love it. I mm-hmm. love the weirdness I don't yes. know Oysters the complexities they the different combinations it is, it is know, all these flavors but come yeah, together yeah love them man you yeah. can keep that I okra you can keep that too really oh, okay, man, I, okay. I can take a fried fri- okra fried yeah if it's fried uh-huh. heavy I can live with it but the old school, how my grandma and them used to make my auntie, my mom and them, mm. you know, just the, the whole mucusy one. Yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just gonna say, I was, that's what turned me off is that even. that drizzle of just yeah, man, flip just, that, that accompanies some and that's, a, that's a vegetable. They say yeah. I don't even. I said, why is it oozing like this? That, why is it? Yeah, it seems like you need man. to take it we into might the trauma centers. Yeah, yeah. You killing hey, me? Hey, don't front, don't front. I'm sure in New Mexico and and my Mexican, uh, my fellow Mexican population and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, especially in Cali, yeah. uh, cactus is part of it. That that's uh, I think they call it nompale. Get out of here! I think it's I'm nompale. Assuming, I assume they remove, of course. The, oh yeah, the stone. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. they use it as toothpicks later. Wow. So, oh, <laughs> Pick your teeth with the greatness then. That's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah, liver for me has always been, it's, you know, I go back to the, the deceptive comment the, when I said that it's a, it's a level of deception. And that was my thing with liver was um, it looked like a steak. Like my mom would cook that up and it looked like steak. And I went into it with, with all this intention of Bruh. enjoying the steak. And that first bite, I'm like, why? Why am I here? Yeah, man. Why is this happening? Yeah, so man. No, you got I, to I finish that too. You know how your mamas are. Yeah. You got to finish that. We don't yeah. mean that. You ain't no. eating nothing else. Yeah. I said, but it's cookies and 
donuts and other stuff and uh, said ain't for you. You want sweets and all. I made that. You gonna eat that. Exactly. Period. That's, wow, that's man. It. That's so that was back to this child abuse, man. We, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. we have to reconsider. <laughs> yeah, man. This, I don't understand this. Man. What was considered abuse back then? <laughs> Oh man, are you um are you big into sweets at all? Or, I am no man. Listen, today just now I was laying down at the house, man. As I'm off today as a whole, and you know making the move, and man, I'm in nine ladies and Starbucks. Uh, you know, like I'm I'm I'm, I'm a huge nine later fan, especially okay. watermelon nine ladies. Wow. You know? Sour straws. I was just eating them two days ago. Like I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that, man. Okay, I'll, I'll eat ice cream. Here and now, uh-huh. um, and love ice cream still too, but not don't love uh, how much I love that candy. Yeah, cake, it it just as long as it's moist. Mm, okay, um, I'll eat it here and now, but no much, no no, no one as much as other. One thing I eat the hell out of though. What's that? Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> Bro, okay. I don't know what it okay. is. I have a craving for them, man. Really? Like, them hot now? Oh, oh bruh. <laughs> they oozing, you know, like they I will I will eat a dozen of them like it's I gotta be careful, man. Like it's that crystallized yeah, layer of bro, sugar is, around that warm donut. It's it's <laughs> just not right to the level of what that is, man. Whoever came up with that, man. Hey, you're not alone. I'm sh- there's people I encounter. I I myself not a big Krispy Kreme fan. But I uh, I know there's people I bump into all the time and they give me they give me that wait what you don't like Krispy Kreme I've had it before I know I know where you guys get the de- the desire and the craving because it is it's it's not a bad donut but overall it's not my go-to but yeah Krispy Kreme is the fan favorite um, I've heard stories is, of of the, uh, people. Um, I've heard stories people share with me of places where they live out you know Midwest or whatnot yeah. and. Yeah, and they they don't have it, and then they'll put one in there and forget it. That parking lot is jammed. Yeah, like whatever business is next to that Krispy Kreme, when that sign comes on, it's like you're not getting into that establishment because everybody there, you need crowd control to get them through that makes window. Makes sense, man. Yeah, makes sense. It, it's something else, man. It's something else. So so Krispy Kreme donuts is definitely a go-to um, on the sweet side. Uh, I, candies, I guess the accessibility, you know, it, it can never go wrong with now and later. It reminds me of my youth. Uh, five Love cents, man. five cents for a pack of five. Come now and later, say you couldn't go wrong with Come that. On, um, they spiked the prices. Oh, they, when they charged me for it, they, they were like, "Yeah, it's so like a dollar and like sixty, a dollar seventy." Be like, I how many come? It ain't five no more. Bro, it's, <laughs> who doing this? What <laughs> government are you living under? What? Selling things at prices like this? Yeah. Is a hurricane coming? Come on, man! Why you hiking the water up on is this there, stuff? Is man? there a shortage that yeah, we're a, an impending shortage that it we need is, to be prepared for? Man. Like, yeah, they'll tax you nowadays for it. Dope, dope. So we got into um, your favorite meal, surf and turf. Yeah, yeah. B- bonefish happens to uh, get it done right. Um, asparagus or some type of vegetable on the side, Absolutely. definitely. You do partake in sweets, candies get your attention. You do the donuts. You've had experiences with <laughs> with chitlins. Absolutely. <laughs> Cow tongue. Cow tongue brings <laughs> back memories. And uh, and you enjoy a Krispy Kreme donut if I, I do, I do. That. And shout out on the PS to it too. Anybody that can make an amazing lobster tail, a lobster okay. that is my favorite of anything though on the planet though. That really? may be my favorite meal, the surf and turf. Mm. But to um, an amazing lobster tail, okay. just the tail, yeah, in itself, buttered right, real mm. right. 
ain't grilled. Okay, grilled. Definitely. That's just a PS. PS nod. I, I tr- man, I could eat that all the time. They say my cholesterol probably shoot through the roof, so I don't. Bam. Hey, listen. <laughs> you heard it from the man himself. When it comes to seafood, he's the dude. That's right. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> seafood is his thing. He's into the sweets. And um, keep the cow tongue out the, out his presence because it just make sure, man. It, it oh, just, you might not get into the show even with your ticket. Even with your ticket, I'll give you your money back, man. Did <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Bruce Beaton eats the podcast. Quick the poet told you what he eats. He told you what he likes, doesn't like. So we covered all the angles. All right. So quick, any last words before we wrap this up? Last words for the good folks. It's been a pleasure and an honor rocking out with you all in '88. Listen. Remember, the website, www.flowforme.com. That's spelled F-L-O, the number four, M-E. And that's a dot com. Hit us up. Look for everything that you need. Remember, Flowpocalypse, the next mega flow is coming today, March 3rd, 2019. They dropped the Ticketmaster link. Tickets are flying. Flownatics, we are truly, truly humbled at Floor at Your Flow from Entertainment, LLC, and the Quick to Love Foundation, as well as our affiliates, our loved ones at the Broward Center, the world famous, respectfully stated, Broward Center for the Performing Arts, and the world must always remember they are a top 10 venue. We cannot wait to see you all this summer, Saturday, July 13th, 2019. Bring your energy, bring your life. You need to find me on any of the social networks, please, by all means. Look up Quick the Poet, Q-U-I-C-K-T-H-E-P-O-E-T. I repeat, Q-U-I-C-K-T-H-E-P-O-E-T. And remember this in closing. Surround yourself with positive people and people who will support you and hold you accountable. And the rest of your life will thank you for it. Top 10 venue, definitely top 10 show. I've experienced it. So do yourself a favor and get your experience on. Get out there, cop the tickets, and go see my man perform. It's definitely something to behold. All right? Once again, Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast, Old Head Ed, Quick the Poet. Life is up. And there it is. Bruce Beats and Eats the Podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank my guest, Quick the Poet, for coming through, sitting down, and talking it up with me. Remember, get your tickets for Flowpocalypse, July 13th, at the world-famous Broward Center. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster, and for more details, go to thebrowardcenter.org. And as always, thanks to you, the listener. Yeah, you. Shouts to Solar System Studios. You can find me on IG at Bruise Beats and Eats. That's Bruise Beats, the letter N, Eats. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. This podcast can be found on various platforms. I'm talking SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and there's another one that I just can't remember right now. But regardless where you find it, make sure you favorite, subscribe, comment, and rate. And like we always do at this time, I'm Old Head Ed, signing out. Peace.